0: Welcome to the Milk Bar.
1: Welcome along to episode 472 of the Milk Bar. Jason Forrest here with you as ever, and coming up on the show, we've got some brilliant music from Amir. We'll be having a chat with Denise Pearson from Five Star. We'll be hearing from Joseph Sankey of Unit 73 all about a brand new curated collection that I'll be putting out there where you can subscribe, get boxes of brilliant clothing handpicked for you, delivered direct to your door. We'll be finding out about the work the ECB and Nat West are doing to women's cricket. Ebony Rainford-Brent telling us more about that one, and Rhys Drake lets us know how he can help out with your health and well-being. But first of all, 2018 is 2019. Season National Theatre touring Macbeth across the UK from the 12th to the 16th of March is at Wolverhampton's Grand Theatre, and the director is with me now, Rufus Norris. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm good, and how are you with, with this uh, challenge ahead of you? Uh, Looking forward to it very much, yeah. And it's not quite Macbeth as as we know. Macbeth's been done tens of thousands of times, number of different ways. But where do the Macbeths find themselves in your production? Uh,
2: Where they find themselves is in Scotland, but it's a very different Scotland. It's a Scotland uh, now, perhaps ten years on from now, after after a brutal civil war, uh, where everything that we that we understand about life has been taken away. So it is contemporary. But there is uh, there's no electricity, there's no uh, internet. Uh, everything that we that we rely on has has disappeared. It's much. It's a much tougher world of survival, and I think much closer to the original 11th century environment that Shakespeare wrote Macbeth.
1: And do we get some background to, to what has happened, or do you just go straight into the story and continue telling their tale in the way you would normally expect to hear it in the Shakespearean works?
2: Absolutely. you Just yeah, trust Shakespeare. You, he, he, He's brilliant because he's brilliant, and, and, and his, his words and his stories and his insight into humanity uh, speak for all ages. But I think, again, particularly because he's talking about, with this play, a period of, of anarchy and chaos, in the original setting of it, it's not hard to imagine how the world that we're living in now could turn into that very quickly.
1: And with the, the way this is built and uh, the way you're staging this uh, on the tour, uh, it, it's going to be uh, very interesting for the, the, the cast, the crew and everybody who brings this to life in each of the 18 venues. How does that work from, from a directing point of view? Actually, the one of the challenges with Macbeth is that it's very epic.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: the Heath, where the witches are or where the battles take place. And then you come down into a very intimate um, uh, relationship with the actors when Macbeth's giving his monologues soliloquies or when he and lady macbeth are working out what to do then you break out into a party and then you come back again in each place we'll we'll do a bit of reblocking uh work it out particularly with you know the fights and mm. uh, anything that's in the least bit uh, dangerous to the to the actors but yeah we're thinking about that contraction and expansion from the beginning.
1: And you mentioned fights. I mean, where do we stand on weaponry in, the, in you know, 10 years from now? Uh, obviously, the, the weapons are going to be slightly different. Ammunition may be running out if they were looking at using guns, but uh, how do you approach that?
2: Well, again, you've got to go back to the text. I mean, there are some Shakespeare plays where where, where there, is, there, there are fights in there where they don't talk specifically about the weapons. In Macbeth, the they do. There's a lot of references to uh, you know, bring bring that fiend, that fiend of Scotland within my sword's length, mm-hmm. etc. A lot, a lot of talk about swords. If you look at the the um, the weapons that people were making themselves in the trenches when when their ammunition ran out, uh, that kind of creativity is what we're is what we're playing with. So yeah, we're imagining the ammunition's gone, and uh, th- th- whether they're swords or sort of homemade cutlasses or or cudgels, things that people have. Made up and adapted, mm-hmm. uh, you know. There's a lot of adaptation, a lot of re- reinvention of uh, stuff that would go on in an environment like that, and does go on around the world where you see these uh, these uh, godforsaken post-civil war places.
1: Yeah, where there's conflict, there's in, you know, there's this human nature to yeah. try and survive as well.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
1: And with the the whole look of the piece, and as far as costumes go, because back in the 11th century, the outfits are going to be somewhat different to the to the modern textiles which we'll see today. So, how are you costuming your actors?
2: Well again, it's you know if you think about you know if if you've bought your last shirt, you've got what's in your wardrobe or maybe even what's on you and you're going and, and you know a few years down the line that's going to be a bit ragged. Mm-hmm. you might have patched it up with something else, you might have made yourself a bit of armor out of some uh, you know some magazines taped up to give you something that a knife won't get through. Um, you need a bit of protection, particularly in Scotland with the with, with the weather um, it, so the costumes are very much homemade there's a little bit of there's a there's a little bit of glamour for the king he's obviously got a, you know you know got uh what there is there mm-hmm. is is uh you know it's for him there's a you know there's a, there's one person who gets special treatment which is why everybody wants that job um but yeah the the it, it's very it's very rough homemade uh and adapted from what we know now so there might be a modern t-shirt in there but it's had a lot of wear yeah
1: and when you uh, are putting someone like that and you start then to get a, a reaction to it from the audiences, I mean, how do you feel that they're, they're going to take to this? Obviously, it's, it's going to be a, a, an approach which they won't have seen, potentially, uh, to, to this production.
2: Well, so, uh, you know, it won't be the first time that somebody's done an updated mm-hmm. Macbeth. Yeah. Um, uh, in fact, I don't think I've ever seen a Macbeth set in the 11th century with kilt. Uh, I'm sure they've, they've been done as well. That's the brilliance of Shakespeare. It will withstand... Not every uh, reinterpretation, from my money, it certainly withstands this one. We just tell the story, and the story has to be crystal clear. People who love the play will recognise it. They will, They will have the play delivered to them, and all the students that we hope will come who are studying the play... Likewise, they will they will see the play that they're studying.
1: So with this, uh, we can expect Shakespeare, but with Shakespeare with, with that modern edge. And uh, I just think you're you're proud of what you've done here.
2: Absolutely, yeah, yeah. I think it's uh, yeah, it's very it's very visceral. Uh, there's a great deal of humanity in it and uh, I think it works very well.
1: Well, we look forward to seeing that on stage here at Wolverhampton's Grand Theatre from the 12th through to the 16th of March 2019. 01902 42921 to the box office number or grandtheatre.co.uk to get your hands on tickets that way. But for now, Rufus Norris, thanks for joining us. Thank you very much. Cheers. In a moment to we'll hear from Mia. Before we do, let's take a little listen to a single he put out towards the end of last year.
0: You got my attention as soon as i saw my heart was arrested when you moved to me on the floor we've been here for hours because i'm still still tonight if i have you tomorrow it goes downhill our backs against the wall The morning, you'll head for the door and you'll be ignoring, like you don't know me no more. But you won't regret it, my name on your hips. There'll be no forgetting when your body feels my lips. I'm backs against the wall, I love the way. in sleep, oh I There's no time to waste You know I need the aftertaste You're more than in my dreams tonight Baby it's so
1: with the single currently out and a brand new on the way towards the end of july amir is doing great things in the world of music at the moment is it with me now hello how are you doing all good here and what's going on then come on give us a bit of the lowdown on the career so far
4: well the career so far has gone from absolutely nothing to where we're at, at the moment and where we're at is uh, backstage at the Scott Fest in Edinburgh and I can't wait to go and hit the stage and Play on the same stage as the Jacksons.
1: And absolutely amazing, it's going to be a fantastic event throughout. I mean, there's already people lining up to, to see the acts who are doing the early part of the show. Yeah. And you're on After S Club and After 911, yes. and you're one of the uh, the acts who are really coming forward and, and doing some good business at the moment. So, uh, I mean, what, what's been happening with the tunes? Uh, who's writing? Who's performing with you?
4: Uh, well, I've been writing them because I I've always loved to write and create, and that is probably one of my main things, other than performing. Writing and creation is one of those things that just gets it off my chest. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I just get inspired by everything, and I love to write my own songs. But right now, performing with me, I've got my keyboard player Darren, who um, triggers my tracks, and uh, and I, then I sing live to the people.
1: Sounds like a good deal. Yeah. But uh, I mean, what's inspiring you musically at the moment, and how do you pigeonhole your sound rather than letting other people do it?
4: Um, I don't. Well, I try not to pigeonhole it. But I mean, if I was gonna do, if I was gonna describe it, it would be funk, soul, uh, R and B, pop kind of stuff. You know, very but, very, Mike, which very everybody Michael. Everybody yeah. very Michael influenced, and yeah. that's why I can't wait to share the stage with um, the Jacksons. because yeah. you know, it's the closest I'll get to, to my idol, and they were my idols anyway, so I can't wait.
1: Yeah, I mean, they've got an amazing stuff, they've got an amazing following. It that's sounds it. like you're building this up as well. And I mean, how's it going on social media and stuff like that? Are you getting a good following
4: there? Socials are building. I mean, you know, it, it was a slow start because I was obviously trying to get used to using it so much, but I was just. I'd never really did it before, so obviously when you understand how important—so that's my phone. When you understand how important the tool is, then it just becomes second nature that that, sec, that social media is. is You're sharing getting, your whole there. life, you are. <laughs> but then, do you know what? You choose what you put there or not, and I just want to share my music and, uh, the, and my happiness with everyone.
1: Okay, so tell us about the current single and the forthcoming
4: release. Well, the current single right now out now is uh, "No One Else," and that one's doing quite well, and we had a really trippy video for that, very David Bowie influenced, but the music itself is obviously just, you know, just that thumping, heartfelt, emotional song, mm-hmm. that's all we got there. So, you know, there's no one else for me but you, so you can check that one out. Uh, but coming out soon will be, uh, will be the next single called Feel For You, and that is, I'll be playing that later.
1: Okay, so that's going to be on stage, people here are going to absolutely love that. Where can we find you on social media then?
4: at amir official uk a-m-i-r official uk and put that
1: in everything and it's there and you say Absolutely. your whole life laid bare there it is that's always it i great talking to you thank and you for to time time. To to the song.
0: cheers man is it me or you the tension in the room it's clear to see that we've drifted apart i want to love with you the way we used to do Walking hand in hand around the park. Have I got what you wanted? Not hearing what you're saying. Everything around was changing at the speed of light. Now I know what you're feeling. You don't need to explain it. You have made me realize. You know that I've had it feeling like I've crash landed. coming back for you i don't really know which way to start oh now you know just saying everything around was changing at the speed of light now i know what you're feeling you don't need to explain it you have made me realize you know that i
1: To me, a fantastic artist. Make sure you check him out on all the socials. Reese Drake is heading all over the world with his health, wealth, and lifestyle programmes. He's here with me now as we sat here in Edinburgh having a bit of a chat. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Now, the accent says you're not quite from around
5: here or around the Midlands either. So, where in the world are you from? I'm Gold Coast based, so Australia. That's an absolutely fantastic part of the world. It is. East Coast. East Coast, middle of the East Coast, nice and sunny. This, your summer is like our winter, so (laughs) it's beautiful. So a little bit relaxing uh, weather-wise for you. But, uh, I mean, you're heading off
1: all over the place, talking to people uh, about how you've made your lifestyle work Mm -hmm. and also helping them
5: to change things around. So give us a bit of a background to what it is you actually do. So I'm involved in network marketing, to put it down there, so all around health and nutrition. Mm -hmm. So we're very big on, you know, Helping people to understand that maybe there is, like I had looked in Scotland, I think it's like 68% of people are obese here in Scotland. So one, helping them with their health and nutrition, getting that to, you know, something that's viable for them, something Mm. that works for them. And then through that, being able to create a lifestyle around that, sharing, traveling. And just really helping people achieve whatever the hell they want to achieve in their life.
1: Well, I haven't worked through your uh, Instagram page and had to read through some of the, yeah, the videos and the likes on there. I um, mean, you've got a lot of people who do testimonials saying, yeah, this has really turned my life around. You're not necessarily advocating a lack of work. You're just on about focusing that work in the direction that you want to go with your life.
5: That's yeah, like I'm, you know, I'm massive on, you know, finding what actually lights your fire. Mm-hmm. Like you, you love, I'm guessing you love radio, you love yeah. this, you love, you know, interviewing, you love doing that. And for me, that's, what I love is helping people realize what they love, <laughs> right? Yeah. So, so when it comes then to health, I mean, what sort of uh,
1: people are working with you? Are they normally already got a bit of a health kick on that they're then adding to and fine
5: tuning, or is it? can you take someone from the absolute start and then start to turn them around? Good, good question. Um, everyone from all walks of life, to be honest, like we've got within our system, there's different, you know, there's obviously weight loss products, there's healthy aging products, there's performance products. So we've got people from, you know, stay-at-home mums using this to lose their, you know, lose their baby bellies Mm -hmm. right through to professional athletes using absolutely our full performance range to get, take their training to the next level.
1: And when it comes to sourcing these products, obviously you're based in Australia, how does all this work as far as your global marketplace goes?
5: Yeah, we're in 17 countries. So we've got head offices all around the world. Mm-hmm. So as for getting products out to people, um, we've got our you know our main office for UK and Europe in the Netherlands, Australia's in Australia, America's Arizona, you know Singapore is obviously in Singapore City there. So really for us it's just about connecting with people where they're at and seeing what goals they want to achieve, looking at a system that wants to that's going to suit their budget and their lifestyle, mm-hmm. and then be able to send that out to them to their door within about three to five days. So so what are these products and what are you actually nutritional looking products? At? So. Yeah. Everything from, you know, vitamins, people for, you know, hair, skin and nails, people to get extra nutrition, because I'm sure you'd agree, the food we're eating is sort of already nutritionally depleted, Yeah. right? Empty calories, like, you know, bacon and egg rolls or this or that or whatever. So what we're doing is going, well, cool, there's a need for these products. There's a need for this. And what we want to do is we've jammed as much nutrition as possible into a meal replacement smoothie, and that's being shipped out to people so they can have it on their own. Most people are really busy as well. So, 600,000 people all around the world, 30-day money-back guarantee, it's frickin' rockin'.
1: So, uh, it, 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 it's, it's all part of this, this lifestyle thing. And how, yeah. how do you work it with, with your lifestyle? Because when you're travelling, uh, having done travelling quite a lot, it's a
5: bit of a nightmare. Man, like, I love coming to new countries and, you know, really experiencing the food. So, I will still experience <laughs> the food, and having your haggis and everything else, So that's been really cool, but... It's for me, it's usually how I work it in. It's always a breakfast thing. Mm-hmm. You know, breakfast, like you said, you know, it's busy, it's crazy. You know, really most people will be skipping breakfast or having some sort of cereal or very limited nutrition in their breakfast where, mm-hmm. as we've been told, breakfast is the most important meal, mm-hmm. right? But usually, I don't know about in Scotland, but in Australia, it's breakfast is skimmed, lunch is medium, and then a massive dinner, yep. right? And that leads to obesity, that leads to weight problems because we're having a massive dinner. So for me, it's always a shake in the morning for breakfast. It's quick, it's easy, tastes great and whether I'm, you know, lunch will always be lunch, and then dinner will be, if I'm out with people, I'll have dinner. Otherwise, I'm more than happy to rock and roll with a shake or a bar or something like that as well.
1: Yeah, so make sure you're not consuming too much last thing before you go to sleep, and then the body's just thinking, I know, we can make fat with that.
5: Exactly, exactly,
1: yeah. It sounds like an interesting way of working. in the whole lifestyle thing. I mean, you work on wealth and stuff as well, and people can find out all about what else you get up to uh, through all your social channels. So uh, tell us about the socials.
5: Yeah, man, probably reestrake.com is probably the easiest one to just find everything on there. Um, Otherwise, you know, Instagram is rocking. You know, we connected on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Instagram's a great platform, um, which is drakey underscore 90. And otherwise, Facebook, reestrake. But all the socials go to reastrake.com and you'll be able to find everything on there. Get the whole lot from that one. Yeah, it's a simple easy. way of doing
1: it. And I mean, what are the uh, messages would you give to people if they are looking at making a change in their lifestyle? How do they start it out? Obviously come to you for help potentially, but uh, you know, and, uh, uh, and look at how they can make that work within their
5: budget. But uh, yeah, what, what, what would you say? I was actually just having a chat with the guy in the Uber, right, on the way here. And it's like, man, you gotta, like, I, I tell people like, if what you're doing right now is not working for you, is there anything significantly going to change from now to the next, you know, three months, three years that is gonna get you to where you wanna be? Mm-hmm. And really with your health, like if you are in that space of man, I wish I had more energy, morning, you know, I'm 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 like I'm not really there with it in the morning, I need my coffees. I'm like, well obviously your body is telling you that you need to change something because we're not supposed to wake up tired, right? (laughs) So really, it's just like understanding where you're at and then going, cool, well, what have I got to lose? And who else is it affecting of me not being performing at my... If I'm tired when I get home, is that affecting my kids? Am I tired when I wake up? Is that affecting my my relationship with my partner? Like, what else is me being tired or not nutritionally supported? How else is that affecting my life? And who else is that affecting? Because if you can get clear on that, then you'll make the change, whether it's with me or whether it's just through your own diets or this. But, like take yourself out of it and go who else is this affecting and how am i showing up and am i being the role model that i should be for my kids or the people around me if this is how i'm showing up so take a
1: bit of thought about yourself Put, put you not necessarily you know, first and above everything else make sure that you realize that you are the reason everything else is happening in your life and and and, and really focus on getting that right so everything else works for you
5: yeah 100 percent. right i'm like i'm big on the mindsets. like either your 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 cause or your effect Right? you're either taking control of the situation or you're being reactive to the situation mm-hmm. and if we're waking up in the morning going oh my god everything's too busy this is crazy this that that right? you're, you're at effect of what someone else is, what is going on around you Right, And the morning is the most important time. That's where you should be doing your rituals. You should be doing your gratitude. You should be doing everything else. Mm-hmm. And you should have a structure so you can go in there and smash your day. If you're waking up and going, oh my God, I'm so like out of control and everything's crazy. How do you think the rest of your day is going to flow? Yeah, it's, right? it's not, not going to work. It's Make not it, going to work.
1: Control it from the off and the away.
5: Yeah, control it from the start and rock and roll. Get your day rocking. Give us all the details again how people can find you. ReeceDrake.com, R-H-Y-S. Right, different spelling R H Y S Drake, D R A K E dot com and obviously through your channels, I'm sure we'll have something on there. Yep. But yeah, guys, like 100% Instagram, I love, let's have a chat, more than happy to chat, jump on a call, I'm more than happy to, yeah, see where people are at and help them any way I can. Yeah, check out the video, see how this man could change your life, and
1: uh, get on there, reesstrake.com. Reese, thanks for having a chat with us. Thank you so much. In a moment to this time, having a chat with Denise Pearson, all about what's going on in the world of Five Star at the moment, but first, let's reminisce and take a little bit of a trip back in time. So, Denise, straight off stage for a five star set at Scott Fest, yeah. and the music sounding as amazing as ever. Are you enjoying it still?
6: Absolutely, always enjoying it. It's great to see the faces who bought the music you know, and having that interaction and that energy, they're such an an amazing audience.
1: Absolutely, and I mean they're there, they they want to see you, they want to hear the songs Mm -hmm. and so great working with the videos in the background showing what it was like back in the day.
6: Yeah, yeah, that's one of my favourite parts. They get to reminisce and they get to hear the uh, the vocal up front and yeah, it's just amazing.
1: And so what else is going on for you at the moment as well as all this work doing the five star numbers? We
6: have the Definitive Anthology um, album that's just coming out in a couple more weeks and that's from 84 to 91. That's B-sides and instrumentals and remixes. Anything that ever came out on 5 Star is on that anthology, a definitive anthology.
1: And, but that's going to be a lot of music. But you be the sort of yes. band where people would listen to the whole album on repeat. Yes. It, it's that sort of music and, and, yes. and, and keeping it alive that way. Yes. And more gigs on the way too?
6: Absolutely. Uh, we've got some more festivals coming up. If you check out the 5 Star official, you'll get um, all the dates on there. And there's also a tour coming up with SJM That we're uh, it's in the pipeline we're putting together now.
1: Oh. Fantastic talking to you. Keep doing it. It's sounding great and uh, looking fantastic on stage, too. Thank
6: you, sweetheart. Thank you. <laughs>
1: Unit 73, located in the Darwin Shopping Centre in Shrewsbury. is an independent local men's clothing retailer. Josie Sankey is the man behind the business, and he's here with me there to tell me about what's going on. Hello, sir. Hello. So we've snuck into your shop, and uh, we're after hours, so there are no customers sneaking (laughs) around. But uh, uh, you've recently been reworking your Darwin Centre store, and it is crammed to the rafters with absolutely excellent clothing ranges. Yes,
7: it's a little bit full. We've put in new walls, we've put in a new shop fit, We've recently just launched Timberland in store. We've got more brands launching in the next couple of months as well. Quite a lot of exciting changes still to come.
1: And you've been just over 12 months in the city doing this, but you've got a a history in working in retail and very much top-line men's clothing for a number of years now.
7: I have. I worked for House of Fraser for a number of years before. I actually worked in, overall, about 16 of their stores. Mm -hmm. Before that, I used to work for women's retail, including Warehouse. Mm And then last year I just decided I wanted to do my own thing and have something that was actually mine and I could put my name to it. Uh,
1: when it comes to, to choosing the different brands that you have in store, uh, what are you are looking at really here? Because you, you go from the, the teen market right the way through up to the you know, 50s uh, quite yeah. easily and comfortably with some great style clothing.
7: Yes, yeah, so we try and tailor for dads and sons. Uh, so this half of the store is a little bit younger and then the other half of the store is aimed more at the mature gentleman. Uh, but that, it's not... If you
1: shop the other side of the wall, no one's too worried because there will be no. some stuff there with the style that's going to suit. And we
7: try and do, particularly with the wall in the middle, the wall in the middle is supposed to be like those transition brands to mm-hmm. make it a little bit easier. Uh, everything in the middle we generally say would suit every age and it's it's the more appropriate clothing for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and all the more mature brands are the ones that I used to specialise in before. So I used to work with Farrow, with Ben Sherman, uh, in-house of Fraser. and Then the younger ones are a bit newer to me and I've done a bit more exploring. Uh, but our supervisor used to work for Superdry, which is why we have Superdry, and we've got yeah. into this side because he tends to look after that. A little bit more than I do.
1: So uh, a wide range of different clothes, lots of different styles, keeping it fresh as you head through the uh, the different seasons of the year. And uh, having been a customer of yours uh, uh, since uh, over Christmas and the like, I've been interested to see the the way it's changed and the different uh, line of colours and styles. And of course, uh, the obligatory sale. You always make sure you're looking after your customers that way too. Exactly. But uh, uh, yeah, a, a fantastic way of doing this. And, and how are you dealing with these suppliers? Because uh, as an independent, uh, it, it must be interesting uh, building up that sort of relationship and being able to try something different
7: yes yeah, so we work directly with all the brands we don't third-party source anything uh, so every season every six months we have to go down to the brands head offices normally in London or Manchester we get to see the samples things where they've literally produced two of each item one for each showroom we select what we want uh, they will give us options of exclusivity so there are shirts that we've had that there are no other shirts in the Midlands that uh, no other shops in the Midlands that stock the same shirt And we just have sort of conversations, plan it through. I'm quite particular, because of the size of the shop, we don't have a lot of room. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I am quite particular about when I want stuff to come in. Uh, We'll coordinate, instead of each brand will produce two collections a year, spring, summer, and autumn, winter. We will split the collection up while I'm there, and we'll split it into five or six that come at different times. And it gives me a little bit more freedom in what we can have. We can have more stuff, and it just drops throughout the year instead of just in one big go, which you do get in department stores, which is where I'm from and it's one of the things you get with customers that they'll come in one month and the department store will be full and mm-hmm. then three months later they haven't had any new stock and it's all the same and we just like to try and keep things a little bit fresher yeah, here. You're when people have to come in yeah. on, a, on a weekly basis, it, um, might, it yes, might be a exactly. weekly
1: or monthly payday, you pop in, you fancy something different, fancy something going out, you will go down and see what's there that's new and different yes. and most importantly you say, something that maybe isn't on sale anywhere else so you're going to be the only person at that party yes. with that shirt.
7: Yes, and it's definitely worked for us so far, and it's something Mm -hmm. that I'd like to keep pursuing different things. Maybe we'll end up with something that might just be exclusive to us, something that goes in production just for us, and nobody else. There are a couple of other shops that have done it recently, and it's something that we will look at doing in the future as well.
1: So that's uh, going to be a, a way of moving forward and heading forward. Not only are you taking Shrewsbury by storm, but also through your curated collections. You're looking at taking it wider and allowing people to subscribe and get a, a selection of your goods. Again, some of them very limited uh, around the area. Yes. that are going to go straight to their door.
7: Yes, with our curated collections, it's not necessarily targeting people who are worldwide. We still want to provide the same sort of service that we provide in store, we do all the one-on-one. With the curated collection, everybody gets assigned a personal shopper. Uh, We generally suggest that people come in store to sign up because then we can get measurements, we get a better feel. There's only so much you can tell from someone's name and email address about Mm -hmm. how they look. Um, But a lot of our customers travel quite far uh, from Wolverhampton, Birmingham, that sort of side, and it's not convenient for them to come here every couple of weeks when we get all our new items in yeah. to come see it all the time. And we want to do something that reached out to them so they can still come here every three months, see what we've got, have a catch up with us. But in between that, they're not gonna miss out on, like you said, any of the limited things, things that we don't have that many items of.
1: So uh, you've got three tiers of this subscription. Should we go and take a look at what sort of thing you can expect in a box when you get it through from Unit 73?
7: Yes, wonderful. <laughs>
1: Uh, the curated collection comes in three sizes, if we say. Uh, we've actually got those here, one of them sneakily in a
7: box over the other side. So uh, how do the three tiers work? Uh, so we do three different price levels. We do 49, 99, 94, 99 and 124, 99. Um, they all cater to slightly different things. Mm-hmm. So the lower tier than 49,99 box, which is the basics box. Uh, you get more t-shirts, sweatshirts, underwear, things that you will need to refresh your wardrobe yep. every month. The everyday, the everyday things. Then we do the branded essentials box, which is the 94.99 one. Mm-hmm. That is aimed more at people who are brand conscious. You tend to get sent an outfit every month with all the accessories, everything like that. Mm-hmm. And then the 124.99 box is the ultimate collection, which is what we've called it because <laughs> it says everything in the title. Yeah. Um, that one is tailored at people who want to get the very best, but want to have a good selection of it. So we'll put in uh, higher-end brands with a mixture of new limited stock stuff that might be a little bit more affordable mixed in with the higher-end so you get a good selection of everything there.
1: So a, a bit of a taster of, of what's going on in the shop. Your own shop in a box, really. Yes. And, um, and, and now you're going through a survey on this, so you, you know more or less what people like. You say you've hopefully met up with them in store, you've done some measurements and the, and, and the like as required. But what happens if they don't like
7: something in there? Well, um, Boxes will be sent out around about the 14th of every month Mm -hmm. at the latest the 14th. Once you've had it for a week, tried it on, got to know all the clothing, your personal stylist will give you a call. They will check everything's okay and they will arrange for any returns, any exchanges that are needed. Generally, because we have done all the surveys before, all the measurements before, we know what brands you like, what colours you like. Mm -hmm. We don't expect that much to arrive that you don't like mm-hmm. uh, more it might sometimes particularly with the first few boxes it might be an issue of sizing mm. and different um, brands have different sizes different even though it's the same size too, yeah, yeah. Is, it's very wonderful um, so we will the personal stylist who calls you they will sort it all out they'll organise the return for a date that's suitable for you and we'll send someone to come pick it up and then anything that you have needed to get exchanged, that'll just be added into your box on the next month's delivery. Mm-hmm. See so if you're having to wait home two days yeah. for your clothes. Makes it nice and simple. Yes. And uh,
1: you pay by direct debit and uh, that goes out the early part of the month. The box arrives in the middle of the month and then yes. the following month, any corrections on, on the, uh, the money all get sorted out.
7: Yes. And what's quite nice, because it's all set up as a direct debit, instead of having to pay over the phone in store, uh, it means that we make savings on it and we can pass those savings on to you. So in all the boxes, everything you receive, you'll have at least 10% off the retail price. Generally, we try and throw in as much as we can. So with all the boxes, I think on this table, they've got one of the items has got 30% off. We try and put in free gifts as well, just to make it a little bit nicer. Yeah, and we just try and pass as many of the savings as we can onto yourselves. So you say you've
1: got for the 49.99 box here, and that's where we've got a sweatshirt, a t-shirt and a polo. And some underwear. Everyone needs underwear all the time. Uh, So uh, when you're looking at the brands here, so you you mentioned that it's going to be your your everyday stuff. So you've got Lombressa, you've got Jack Jones here. And that that is pretty much standard, do you think?
7: Yeah, so you go through the brand choices and you can still select all the brands. And if one month you decided you did want say like a Timberland shirt which is a little bit more expensive uh, obviously you'd have talked to, talk to with your personal stylist and we could just send you the Timberland shirt and one other item instead but generally month to month it'll be things like Jack Jones, Lambretta mm-hmm. um, Only and Sons and Superdry which are the more affordable brands that I think everyone's got at least one of those in their wardrobe somewhere
1: mm-hmm. and you've got to say a wide range of stuff you've got everything from uh, you know, gym wear through uh, going outwear, and again you can talk to your personal stylist see what you want to go down that line and it could be if you're going for one of the higher end boxes that your outfit that turns up you you may have said ah I've got this event to go to can you style me for that
7: yeah and that's what we're hoping to do so um with the box obviously it's a monthly subscription Mm -hmm. things happen each month there'll be birthdays it'll be Christmas and we'll be able to provide outfits for occasions that you need uh because it the box gets delivered in a one hour time slot we'll be able to coordinate what day so if you talk to your personal stylist and said I know my box is normally delivered on the 13th or 14th can you deliver it a little bit earlier we'll be able to sort that out just to make sure you have got the outfit on the right day as well. So
1: it all works well and there's uh, uh, a wide range of stuff available. And you, you know the store probably you've been in, so you will uh, make sure that it's a sort of thing that, that suits that person. So how do people sign up? What do they
7: do? Uh, all they've got to do is either come into store and talk about the Curator cl- Collections with one of our members of staff, or they can go onto our website, which is unit73.co.uk. Uh, right at the top, there's a button that says Curator Collections. You can go on there and fill the survey out yourself there as well. So
1: simple as that and nothing too taxing. And if you're not sure on something, skip it and you'll get a phone call anyway just to talk through those choices.
7: Yes, exactly. Um, We have already, I mean, the curated collections have only been going about two weeks. We've already gone through two or three different versions of the online survey. We've reduced the questions down. It takes less than five minutes now. Mm -hmm. Um, And there are photographs for every question with brand logos because some people aren't so sure. If you say Jack Jones, they might not know what Jack Jones is, but Mm -hmm. then they see the logo of it and they are they know it that's
1: the one straight
7: away yeah we've we've put pictures with everything made it as simple as possible and there are options all the way through that if you are unsure about something you just tick the box to say you're unsure and we can call you the next day and work out what the right answer would be so once again that web address unit73.co.uk.
1: And if people do want to find you, they come down to the Darwin Shopping Centre. How do you describe where you are in the centre?
7: Easiest way to describe where we are would be opposite Marks & Spencer's next door to Costa on the top level. So just look out for that one and check out uh, an independent
1: retailer uh,
7: doing their best to uh, to
1: make sure that your life is not only simple and easy, but also well of your style too.
7: Exactly, yes.
1: Oh, Joseph, thanks sir, for inviting me down to have a little round and uh, I'm going to go and try on that T-shirt over there. Thank you. Have a nice day. <laughs> Of girls between the ages of 10 and 22 view cricket as a sport for everyone, with over 230,000 playing cricket on a regular basis. To tell us more about what's going on in the wonderful world of cricket, we have Emily Rainford Brent, former England cricket star and leading coach and commentator. Hello to you.
8: Hello, how are you, Jason?
1: I'm very well, thank you. And I, I trust we're, you're enjoying the, the the cricketing weather we're having over the summer.
8: It's unbelievable at the moment. I mean, I've played so many seasons where it doesn't matter whether it's July or, you know, it could be April or May, it's absolutely freezing. So it's so nice. Um, I think people have been enjoying the weather and it's just perfect to get everybody out there and and enjoy the sun, really.
1: Now, the ECB and West are focusing on implementing new initiatives to help continually transform uh, the the whole perception of cricket. And uh, it must be great to see all this going on.
8: It's unbelievable, really. I mean, I I don't know, being involved in nearly 20 years, showing my age a little bit. But from, you know, starting as a 10-year-old girl to seeing a packed-out Lord last summer, you know, you're almost moved emotionally by the amount of progress there's been. Um, that number, 70% of girls, to me, you know, they believe that sport is for everyone. It definitely wasn't like that growing up. It was very much seen as a male-dominated environment. um, And and people didn't believe. Now there are real opportunities from, you know, if you want to be a professional cricketer, if you want to be an umpire, whatever it is, Um, if you want to be a commentator, there are women throughout. And I think that presence and that awareness, this campaign has really kind of driven that home and, and inspired a lot of people that, you know, girls really do believe it now.
1: In Wolverhampton, obviously, Rachel Hayhoe Flint was a trailblazer for the sport, mm-hmm. and uh, we obviously miss her greatly. But uh, it, it's it's breaking down those boundaries, isn't it? That's the difficult part.
8: Well, what Rachel Hayhoe Flint, for me, is, you know, she's one of my idols, um, and I think you guys are lucky to have had someone like her because, you know, she genuinely, I don't know if everybody knows, but the first World Cup that happened, male or female, she was the first person in 1973. To not only captain the women's side, she actually did the deal behind the scenes that made it happen. So you look at kind of what's happened for cricket, that we've now got World Cups thanks to that, that woman um, and her kind of grit and determination. So she has herself almost single-handedly driven the change over the last few years. So, you know, a really inspiring woman and, and it's so nice to see the movement that we we have now.
1: And uh, how have the you know, ECB, NatWest and Chance to Shine programmes transformed the game in recent years?
8: Yeah, I think there's, there's a couple of ways, really. One, you know, the, the partnership with Chance to Shine is about engaging more girls through the grassroots. Grass um, and, you know, they're up to 2 million now coming through. And that number of participation, they're saying around 200,000 girls are playing. So that. One, the participation element has been massive. I just think the opportunities that have been created in state schools, in clubs, just to allow the girls to come in. And then on another level now, I think this campaign around awareness has been fantastic. Um, The the No Boundaries campaign, letting people know regardless of your background, it's a really inclusive sport for all. That's been brilliant. But also you can't forget, you know, NetWest has been around since 1981 and there's um, Cricket Force, which is about really improving the standards in clubs. So... I think there's just so many different levels that these partnerships are helping to grow the game through the grassroots um, and, and building awareness around that.
1: And you're seeing that when you're coaching, there are people coming from all backgrounds to really enjoy what is an excellent sport?
8: Yeah, it's a different game. you know. I th- and even when I started, I look now, at, like I say, over that sort of 20-year period, what's interesting to see now is young girls and young boys are coming up to you telling your heroes are Sarah Taylor when it was younger they 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 didn't you know they'd come up to you and say they wanted to be Alex Stewart or somebody like that. now genuine heroes are female role models uh, more schools are excited to increase the the options for girls and they're starting to offer more cricket in schools, um, which is amazing so it's just it's unbelievable the amount of change that there's been i I'm surprised i mean I hope to live another twenty years and see. You know, if we see a fraction more of what we have, you know, I'll, I'll die a happy woman. But I'm not planning on dying soon. Don't
1: go, don't do that. But keep doing the cricket and have a great time do. doing that. And where can people find out more about cricketing and joining a club?
8: Yeah, get to the NatWest website. So cricket.natwest.com. Plenty of information there. And, of course, also the ECB channels are great um, for loads of information. So
1: look out for the ECB at uh, cricket.netwest.com if you want to get uh, involved that way. You can find out more about the survey and uh, see all the information on that one as well. And, of course, look out for the hashtag no boundaries to make sure that uh, you're seeing all the great things going on in cricket uh, across the uh, the UK at the moment. Everyone, Rainford Brent, former England cricket star, leading coach and, of course, commentator, thank you for joining us.
8: Thanks, Jason. That's
1: all lot that for this week. Thank you so much for joining me back with episode 473 next week. I'll see you then. ta for
0: now. Goodbye from, the mail bar. Goodbye from 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 the mail bar. Yeah.
8: Goodbye from the mail bar. Yeah.